Um, what am I supposed to say? <laughs> okay, okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> and sorry, that's sorry. the beginning. Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry, yeah. Yeah. sorry. sorry. Right. Hey guys, welcome back. Wait. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I've never done this before. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to Daily Dose of Delulu. This is our fifth episode. <laughs> I'm Natalia. I'm Wiggity Whack. Slay. I'm Zoe. I'm the theater one. I'm Zoe. I'm the iPad kid, apparently. I'm Becca, the, the, the Italian. <laughs> I'm Lauren, the sneaky one. We have a special guest for you guys today. He's gonna go ahead and introduce himself. Drum roll. Hi there, uh, I'm Henry, uh, otherwise known as Big Cheese. Uh, there's a couple other nicknames that like float around. I'm wearing a shirt that says Trophy Husband on it. Um, so yeah, I mean, people just know me around. Real, you're so famous, man. Alright, so our question of the day. What would put a Victorian era child into a coma? Wendy Williams. I, I, Wendy Williams, <laughs> explain yourself. Uh, yeah, I'm so confused. Okay, why? What? I'm confused about why why do you pick uh, Wendy Williams? Yes. What about her specifically? Everything. She's just a Who weird is? individual and it's just like she's so is she controversial? I think she is. I don't know. She is. Everyone is controversial at this but point. But she's just more <laughs> controversial than normal. I think Tinder would. Actually, I think Tinder Trisha. would put any Victorian era person in a coma. Just because they're like, oh, don't show your ankles, you know? See, I was gonna say, like, any type of technology that we have today. <laughs> like, um, yeah. what's this thing on the wall? Like, oh, like smartphones? <laughs> there be lights! Yeah. <laughs> um, I think uh, the Target toy section. Mm. Um, it's it's a lot of overwhelming stuff, and it's usually right next to the technology section. So you've got like two and one if you're taking them somewhere. Uh, if it's just what you have around the house, um, really anything with taste. Uh, so like anything with spice. Um, yeah, that's true. The, if you like think about it, uh, a lot of like the like wars and territorial occupation that occurred specifically with like England and France and and like the Dutch were about spices and who owned the spices, who had them. Um, you know, that's why India was like such a, like finding a faster route to India was why we found America in the first place. I say we, uh, why America was found in the first place. Yeah. Uh, uh, and so like to get more spices. So really anything in your kitchen that's spicier than basic salt. So like France was like, you can't have the sriracha, it's mine. It's mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah. actually historically accurate. I think one French king was like, no sriracha for you. They specifically like wrote in their letter, like a finger wag. That's then, uh, then I would say an airport. That, I feel that'd be so scared just seeing like a wild. Even just like the elevators in there. Which airport would you say would most likely induce a coma? Personally. Out of, out of the ones that you know. Hmm. Yeah. I have been to the Chicago airport before. And that one is the size of like New York as a whole. It's mm. gigantic. It's mm -hmm. I got lost yeah. in it, okay. and I had directions and someone on the phone tell me where to go. Yeah, it, it it's ginormous, and there's so many escalators and elevators and planes. And I think that would, <laughs> what is 
airport. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an airport. That would, that would put yeah. some, yeah. I think that would do it. What would put me in a coma is an airport with no plants. The airport back home, there's like birds in the waiting area. <laughs> they just like fly in. Oh, know. is the waiting so, area outside? Or? No, it's inside. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. Like, What's well, well, in the keys? Airport. It's just airport. There's just yeah. Also, like, you, you know, you don't have, like, those little tube thingies they have at the airport. You just walk outside and you go up some steps to get on the plane. And then, That's like, yeah, like, when you're- Islanders, in... baby! <laughs> I don't understand the context of that dab-up. Um, could you explain- where are you from again? <laughs> I'm from the Virgin Islands. Okay, uh, St. Thomas, specifically. Yeah. Which, you know, it's different than Key West, but I think Becca just wants to be like me, so. <laughs> okay, what's real? Square mile. Uh, so St. Thomas is 32 square miles, I think. I. I'm pretty sure. I know Key West is smaller, but whatever. Okay. But well, um, um, for context, by smaller, um, Key West is 4.2 square miles. So what is what's next? What's next after our what? Yeah. After our question today? Yeah. All right, it's guys. It's a great question today, by the way. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. I totally came up with that on my own. Okay. <laughs> sure. um, so I know we did a red flags and it's. Um, thing already and Zoe is not Zoe's upset about this but just I'm like I'm gonna edit this whole section out no you're not I'm gonna say some things and we're just gonna discuss whether or not we think it's a red flag or a green flag or whatever um things that other people have asked us about so you know it's, it's valid so um this first one is when someone is possessive or like overprotective uh okay um as the the guy in the room, uh, I feel like it really depends on the, the context. I think it depends on like the situation. The situation. Like if he's like if he's a little jealous, you know. That's like, okay. That's, that's okay. If it's like jealous to where it's controlling it's like, everything that you do, that's, yeah, that's when and if it's like constant as well. Unwarranted yeah. jealousy. Yeah. Like if I if I come like home and he's like, Where were you? Like yeah. Were you cheating on me? Da, 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 da. And I was like, I was like, well, that's, that's, just, like, like so that's just like he doesn't trust you enough in the relationship. Yeah, exactly. Relationships, like it's often said, relationships are are built on trust, mm -hmm. and so if there's a lack of trust from either side. It's gonna lead to some weird pathways. So yeah, I would say overall though, possessiveness, it's often just a red flag, uh, because often possessiveness, if it plays out the way like a cliche possessiveness does. Real life, it's just kind of weird, you know? So I, I'm, I'm willing to say it's a red flag. Yeah. I'll put my, put my name in that. I'll, I'll also say it's a red flag because I've been in a situation where it's like every time I came home and talked to them, like told them about my days, they'd be like, oh, did you cheat? Like, oh, did you do this? Oh, like how, like how many guys were there? And blah, 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 blah. I was yeah. like, what does that have to do with anything? You hang out with girls all the time. I don't care. I think I have an example, and that is Edward Cullen. <laughs> yes, and oh, I think everybody oh, just agrees there. that he's creepy, though. I don't yeah. think anyone thinks he's not. He's scary. Um, I think I like the scene where, like, I've never seen Twilight. In her room. Me neither. You've yeah. never seen Twilight? No. <laughs> so, as someone who was made to see Twilight by an ex-girlfriend of mine, uh, which is kind of like a classic guy experience, um, I didn't read the books though, so I'm curious. Did any, is anyone like, has anyone read the books and watched the movies? I read the first and second book in the series, and <laughs> look at this guy—he reads books. <laughs> oh, oh my god! god. Oh, what a <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. 
book was just as cringy as the movie. Okay. But what's the one-to-one ratio of, like, accuracy? Um, I would say it was pretty accurate, except for, like, the acting made it ten times worse. Getting a phone call. Yellow? You should put on a speaker. Hi there. Uh, I'm recording a podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was that noise? Can I... <laughs> Can I talk to you later? No. No. Cool. All right. My friend is so sorry. It's not okay. Oh. It's okay. It's great content. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the very loud. <laughs> All right. Uh, don't go like wringing your hands and like batting your brow, like sweating, you know? <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> Don't like splash water on your face in like a panic. You'll, you're fine. You're in a straight jacket. Okay, cool. Awesome. Awesome. All right, gnarly. All right, bye bye. I'll talk to you later. Gnarly. Yeah. So, is this guy in a mental hospital and you're talking about him because you're recording a podcast? Uh, yeah, this guy's in Arkham Asylum. Uh, yeah. Thank you. So, what is. What's your next question? The next one? Yeah. Alright, introducing you to their family within the first couple of months of dating. Easy. Oh, months? Green flag. That's Sorry. Green flag. Weeks. Oh, okay. <laughs> weeks. Oh, weeks. Like months. I mean, it depends. It could be a green flag. It could be just like a natural. Maybe they just have a really What if I met their parents before we got together? With most of them, actually. Well, I guess it's different when you're like... It depends. Like when you're in high school, you might you you know. I mean, at least at my school, we knew most people's parents anyway. I would say that like, it depends on the context of the meetup. Where if it's like, I, I think this 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 notion of meeting the, your partner's parents kind of comes from the original way. Or not the original way, but like the way traditionally relationships were done. Yeah, when you yeah. court people or like when like a dowry is done. And like arranged marriages, yes. you know, mm-hmm. um, and so when like <laughs> you shudder in fear at the concept of arranged marriage, um, when like the context around relationship is the parents communicating with each other, mm. things like that, or when you're courting, exactly. Um, I think nowadays, if you're meeting someone's parents before you're dating officially, it's not very whack, but if it's done wrong, it can be very whack. Mm. And then meeting parents like when you're dating with easy because like if you're hanging out outside of like school if you're in high school still or you know i guess that's the only main context mm-hmm. um i would say that like if you're in college and you're starting a relationship meeting luck like you would be lucky enough to meet your parents or their parents within the first couple months because that would involve like travel plans True. Sure. Sure. months but like the red yeah, sorry, weeks. weeks. First couple weeks. Um, if it's like forced. Let's say like right three weeks in. Like you're official, you're exclusive. That's like and you're almost like three weeks in. Um, I mean, three weeks, I'd be down. How are you meeting the parents? They're like. At a Denny's? Hey! <laughs> why don't you come meet my parents? I'm going to their house this weekend. How far away is the parents' house? An hour. Across country drive. To <laughs> okay. Our trip, easy yes. Cross country drive, scary. Uh, <laughs> cult vibes right away. Ooh, yeah. You're getting kidnapped. That made me think of a kind of rabbit hole side story time questionnaire. What would be if you were to get kidnapped? I'm out of there. I'm surviving. 
How this is a two part this is a two, two part question. question. Oh. The first question is if your friends were getting kidnapped, would you run, hide, or fight? The okay. second question is if you were getting kidnapped, how would you escape? Okay, first, I you guys are great, but I'm not risking my life for you. I'm sorry. I am hiding and calling the cops. Okay. If I if I fight you, listen. If I fight you and I get caught, then I'm not being helpful. If I run and hide and call the cops, at least I'm doing something, you know. Second. I've watched a lot of movies. If they put me in the trunk, I'm kicking out the backlight. I'm waving my head out the window. I'm like, help me, you know? I've seen that exact um, episode that you're talking about from that one show. And that's happened in a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's this movie. Sorry, I don't want to, like, go off. But there's a movie where someone gets kidnapped and she's on the phone and I'm one, like, to kick out the wind, kick out the light in the car. She's like, okay. Of course, the filming Jordan mentioned the movie. Um, <laughs> I would say, like, your odds are better two-on-one versus, like, abandoning your friend to get kidnapped. That's true. Um, also, I feel like it depends on the situation. Um, to answer the second question, what was the second question? How did you escape? Uh, how did you escape? I mean, I feel like law enforcement tells you to like, you know, don't like give Just in. Go along. Yeah, like go along, but like don't like give in to any like extra demands or anything. Don't eat what they. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feed you, I guess. Yeah, because you're more if they're kidnapping you and not straight up just like often you mm -hmm. you're more valuable to them alive and so you know really off topic question who's the most famous person you've met or know becca has a story that she tells <laughs> kelly mcgillis no clue who that is from, me neither from top, top gun. gun oh okay. oh that's right in the first top gun Real. maverick's uh, love interest yeah how you know her? and her personal level is great um she was um, my sister's flag football assistant coach at my school's for a bit in the Keys. So like, yeah. It was cool. So Anybody? Scarlet Opera. Scarlet Opera. I hugged Colin and I hugged Luca. Sorry. In the morning. <laughs> Wait, what? In the morning. No, it wasn't in the morning. It was afternoon. Zoe, Natalia, and I were on our way to Tutu's and and Chance were walking by, and so it was like, would it be unprofessional if I asked for a photo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they turned around because we got a photo with them. That yeah. I took. That's fine. Yeah. Wow. That's Congratulations. Yeah. But Did I said out it? loud, I can't wait to see Scarlet Opera. And then I could, I proceeded to not recognize them. Good job. I, I don't know who the most famous person I've met is, but I know that... <laughs> One of the people that was on AGT follows me on Instagram. The lady that played Grizabel, Jezebel, one of the cats, Jezebel, one of the cats in Cats, in cats. Um, on Broadway tour, um, she follows me. Wow. Um, I've met the lady that played Roxy Hart in Chicago Broadway. Chicago. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, Chicago. There's a couple like band people. Yeah. That follow me. Brooke Alex! Shout out. It does not follow her yeah. way. But she's will. cool. She's she will. cool. Eventually. I've met her. Yeah. Um, um, what about you? Um, I guess uh, the I. What's the best way to put this? Um, so you guys know ASMR, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, there are mixed feelings about ASMR in the room. I can tell. But I'm gonna tell the story anyway. Uh, Did you meet Kagami? No. Um, you know the names. That's why. So <laughs> there is a there's an ASMR YouTuber on 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 YouTube. Um, no way. 
There's a YouTuber on YouTube. Stop it. Named Asmar Kenshi. That's K N S H I. And on his 100,000 subscriber celebration video, he invited subscribers to submit ASMR videos uh, of their own creation, and he would create a compilation of it. Uh, currently, and I can't believe, this is the first time I've ever told this story publicly, um, currently if you look up ASMR Kenshi 100,000 subscriber video, I will be A, featured in the thumbnail, and B, oh. featured in the video twice. Wow. Uh, for a ASMR So can you give us some ASMR right now? Um, <laughs> not like that, girl. <laughs> uh, I, I could. Do you want me to do it like at the end as like a tag or something? Right now. Right now? Yeah, okay, just okay, go for it. Yeah. Okay. Do you need the mic cover? I... Yeah, where's that? Uh, so most ASMRists, they think like, oh, we just need to whisper and like whisper like really softly. And like that works sometimes. But I, I much prefer uh, a uh, ASMR video that has soft voices. I think that like it creates a better tone for the video because if you do it like this it's like super weird and sometimes it can be very inaudible but then if you're like a low tone it just makes it much more of a calmer conversation it's someone like putting you at ease and like speaking in, in low tones not like trying to tell you a secret as a whisper but just being normal and uh it's like it you naturally slow your own voice when you lower your decibel register and a slow, moderate speaking tone uh, just puts me right to sleep. Pro tip. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh -huh. That was yeah. my ASMR. I'm right. I'm out. I'm asleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're way better than that guy. Let's try and match that pitch. Whee! Should we move on? Yeah. Yes. What's the next segment? The next oh, segment. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Totally original idea. No one prompted this. No one said this whatsoever. I think we should. Um, Interview Henry. Oh, our okay. guest. Yeah. Oh my god. Who thought you're so smart and intellectual and just yeah. like never have brainfully advanced since we're getting left? Yeah, podcast guests never get interviewed. No, yeah. never. That's such a unique idea. Yeah. Whoever came up with that idea, man, props to them. Right. Yeah. Wish I thought of that. <laughs> so first, why don't you tell us a little about your yourself, your yeah, job, or anything like that? that? Sure. Um, I. For those of you who like don't really pay attention or retain names well, uh, I'm Henry. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I'm a sophomore here at Florida Southern. Um, College. I'm a junior. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real here. How how big is our, our range in terms of audience um, outside of like FSC students? Well, well, she's famous. So. She is oh, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Okay. Yeah, we gotta start like. Anyway. Um, Stream high for Renolate. Real. Uh, <laughs> anyway, back to the interview. I'm a sophomore here uh, at Florida Southern College. Uh, I'm a junior in credits, but that's mainly because like high school kind of boosted me up a little bit. Um, I'm a film major here, which Woo. means I fall under. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I fall under the art department umbrella, which Same. is a weird thing. Um, I definitely love going to school here uh, and like you know the small school vibe. Um, it's great. I love it. I am an RA in one of the freshman uh, living communities. You have a resident advisor. For it does. Thank you, yeah. Um, so I work here. I also uh, am a part of Studio Box, which is the Florida Southern Improv Club. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you guys are so what's improv? Ooh, okay. <laughs> uh, improv, oh, that's the best way to put this. Um, Going with the flow. Mm -hmm. I wasn't asking you. 
Crazy. Um, I would best define improv as uh, a stage performance um, where everything is original. Uh, everything that you're seeing has been is being performed, said, and done all for the very first time and cannot be replicated perfectly ever again. Yeah, I would say that that's that's what improv is like best defined as. Um, what we what we do here at Studio Box, um, uh, which is the the name of the improv troupe or or club or group, whatever you want to call it, but also the name of the game that we play when we perform. Um, we kind of uh, you know we have a lot of audience interaction when it comes to like prompts and and how we play certain games. Uh, I would say my role in Studio Box, uh, especially since I just joined. Um, Currently, is like learning how to play certain games, learning how to like uh, perform in this kind of space. I do have an improv background. I used to do live improv in high school, uh, and then I thought I retired. I thought I was out of the game. Um, I was done, and then I started to, you know, attend school here, and uh, my friends were going to Studio Box shows, and they were saying, Henry, you should, uh, you know, audition for Studio Box. I was like, no, no. I'm retired. I left that life behind me. Um, and I, again, I thought it was like done uh, because I did theater in high school. I did improv in high school. I thought once I got to college, I didn't need to do that. Uh, but you know, no one has said no one needs to do anything. But I, I realize now that I want to. Um, I was encouraged to audition uh, this past uh, September um, by a lot of people. I essentially was strong armed into it. Uh, I'll be honest, I didn't go of my own volition. Uh, I showed up there because my, my friends forced me to go, uh, because I'd never been to a single studio box show. My entire freshman year, I didn't go to a single show. Um, and we started doing shows here. The very first show of this year, I didn't go. It was the Barbie show. Um, and so I didn't go to any studio box show ever. And then I went to auditions. I didn't want to be there. I told the vice president of Studio Box, Lily Brewster, I said, don't call me back if you do. Uh, I said, they said, I said, don't send me that text message. And then they sent me the text message. And so I showed up. Reverse psychology, yeah. I gotta do that next time. I, I mean, it is a valid strategy if you're going for reverse psychology. For me, I was like literally begging, don't like, take don't. me back. Um, and so I ended up in Studio Box, which was a big shock. And so I got the text message that night that said, we would like you to join uh, Studio Boss and be a part of the group. And I turned them down originally, I said no. Um, and it took some convincing for a couple people to like say, Henry, try it out, see how it goes, see if you like it. And I'm so glad that that worked out because I'm much, uh, I love it now. Um, I'm really happy that I'm able to be in that space. Backtracking, you sure. said you were a film major. Yeah. What do you want to do with that? Ooh, okay, um, there's a couple different things uh, that someone with like a film degree can um, Wait, what's your focus right now? Mm, I would say what I'm focusing on in terms of like what I'm learning and improving at. Currently, I'm improving upon my film literacy, but what I want to focus on as a career uh, would be that cinematography aspect where you are constructing the shot. Uh, the director has a vision in mind and your idea is to execute that in the, in the best way possible, in the most artistically relevant way. Um, so all of the elements that go into a shot, you know, the blocking of a particular scene, the furniture, the characters, the lighting, um, the angles, all of those elements. I, I love what goes into constructing one particular moment from a film and then doing that again and again and again. It just, it excites me beyond 
compare. I'm really passionate about this kind of stuff. Um, would you like to talk about your most recent uh, film that you filmed at all? Ooh. Which I had the honor of being on set for. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, back in September, uh, as this is being recorded in November, um, I filmed, uh, I, I wrote, directed, acted, and I'm, I did the cinematography for, and I'm currently in the midst of editing. Um, so a lot of hats. Um, a movie, a short film called Interrogation, uh, which is a comedy about two uh, partnered detectives who are trying to interrogate one particular suspect, and they can't help themselves from flashing back to moments from their past. Um, and I, I originally wrote down the concept as just two detectives interrogating a suspect, and then I thought, how can I make this funny? Uh, what can I do? And so I wrote the script, I redrafted it, I showed it to my film professor, um, she said, shoot it. Um, this wasn't for any particular assignment or school project. I just wanted to make it. This is a story I just wanted to tell. Um, and so I, I went out and did it. And a lot of like famous directors will tell you the way to get started in business is just get a camera and start shooting. And that sounds daunting, but it's true. Because once you start, you can't stop. Yeah, you know, yeah. you're on set, you're thinking of different ways to shoot this scene or this like particular moment. And it's awesome. All right, guys, so I think that's enough for today. Um, do, do you guys agree? Do you think that's enough for today? Uh, thanks yeah. for coming on, Henry. Appreciate I definitely it. enjoyed our conversations and our little interview, Henry. Thank you for coming well, on our podcast. Yeah, Maybe you want to come again. I think I'd you mean Big G. Big Big I'd love to come back. Uh, shout out, uh, it's Henry for real. So I-T-S-H-E-N-R-Y-F-R, Instagram, Snapchat, all that. Um, yeah. Uh, but please don't follow me. I'm just shouting out because <laughs> my, uh, my agent says I'm supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, yeah, just like stay chill, stay smart, stay safe. Um, and keep watching our podcast. So Henry, our um, little tradition that we have yeah, is that yeah, yeah, we yeah. say the Daily Dose of Delulu at the end of every episode. So awesome. would you like to join us? I would love to. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. get ready. Okay. Get ready. <laughs> okay. So guys, that's been the, the Daily, Daily Dose of Delulu. Alrighty. And Peace that's peeps. a wrap. Nice. Bye.